Hello, and welcome to the Meeting Your Soul podcast. I'm Fair, your host, and today's episode is all about Scorpio season. If you know me, you know I love astrology more than most things in life, and I would very much encourage you to be able to explore where Scorpio is within your natal chart. And I think sometimes people like tune out, they're like, astrology, blah, blah, blah. Bitch, you better look into this. <laughs> and this is not an aggressive way, but seriously, I would say that if you reckon, like, if you don't know anything about astrology, look up your natal chart, go to cafeastrology.com, pull up your chart and it's, it's your birth chart. So it is very unique to you. It's very specific to the point in time in which you were born in the place on this earth. And it has to be specific for time too. And that's going to give you your big three, where all of your planets are, where all of your houses are and the planets that are in your houses. And it will truly give you insight into your personality and to what your show meant to be here on this earth for, and also bigger purpose to be able to give you insight in areas of growth, um, your personality, who you mesh well with, and just really a deeper awareness of who you are in the holistic sense. And that's why I love astrology. I think that some people underestimate the influence that it has. If the moon is controlling the entire tides of our entire earth, then it's probably having an effect on us with also 80% water, and then all of the other planets around it. So just taking note of that, astronomy has been studied for thousands of years. Astrology has been around for thousands of years. Vedic astrology is very much enforced within the Indian culture and is literally generated for every um, child that's born and is to give insight into the rest of their lives, which is very, slightly different than Western astrology. And you might even be a different sign in Vedic astrology. But nonetheless, it can give you a piece of information that you might not know before. And if you learn one thing from it, better than nothing. And as we move into Scorpio season, um, we're also in a solar eclipse. We're switching to a lunar eclipse by the end of this week with a full moon. There's just a lot going on. And I'm sure even intuitively, you're tapping into that in some way. You're kind of feeling the shift. You feel like a transition of change, of transformation, which is often synced up with Scorpio energy and can really be able to, it can be quite overwhelming and very deep. And if you can harness that energy and use it for yourself, it can actually give you a one up and hopefully be able to help you grow and evolve as an individual in the way that you're meant to during this season. And so I thought, well, let's talk about Scorpio season. Let's talk about what it's all about. And let me give you a few tips to be able to tackle it over these next couple of, um, this next couple of weeks to be able to hopefully be able to direct whatever's coming up and to hopefully give you, uh, just a little bit of, um, foresight and to what might be bubbling up to the surface so that you can use that and also to become more aligned with what you are intended to be doing during this period. And I know quite a few Scorpios. I have a lot of Scorpios in my life. Um, they, I love all of them dearly. They are passionate, driven, um, very focused individuals. You can always know a Scorpio. They are very intentional about what they're doing. They tend to be very like um, kind of strategic in how they approach everything. They might be a little mysterious and a little manipulative, very sexual, very sensual. Um, and there are individuals that when their energy is directed into a positive light and into a positive direction can really achieve anything that they set their mind to. 
And once you look up your chart, you can also see if you have um, that within your big three. When I talk about refer to a big three, that's your sun sign, which most people know, um, which is born based off the day you were born. And then your sun plus your moon or your moon sign, which is your date that you were born plus the year. And that's specific. So that's the combination. And our moon signs more of how we approach life, um, how we approach our emotional world, kind of how we are internally that maybe others don't necessarily see. I'm a Taurus moon. I've talked about this before in the pod. And then your rising sign is the date plus the year plus the exact time and location that you were born. So you need to know all three of those pieces of information in order to bring up your birth chart. Um, But go look up your birth certificate, go find it out. It's worth it. Trust me, you'll be happy you looked into it. And please, if you look up your birth chart after this, and your mind is fucking blown, let me know. Thank me later. Trust me, you'll be fun. And if anything, it's kind of like a painful thing to look into. And then if you have any particular areas within Scorpio, I would say delve into that. Just notice what those areas are, what planets it's connected in, what house it is. And that will hopefully be able to show up what might be coming up a little bit more into the surface at this point in time within your life as well. If you're Scorpio and Venus, especially after that lunar um, or that solar eclipse in Libra, it could be probably bringing up a lot of old past wounds or healing that might be coming up for you, especially within partnerships. Um, Or if you have a Scorpio rising, it might be an invitation to look about how you're showing up within the world, Um, kind of maybe even some trauma that's been around how people perceive you and how you can heal through that during this point in time. Again, it gives you more data to be able to uh, approach life from a more conscious way and just to be able to recognize what you might already be feeling and then to give a little bit of, you know, honestly, logic to it to be able to help you use that, harness it in order to grow. And that's why I love astrology. So now that I've given you a little overview, uh, also, so Scorpios is connected with the element of water. That's why it has depth. It is more intuitive. We are, it's more magical, mystical, also associated with Halloween. You think of this time in general, can be connected more with the underworld or just kind of the underbelly of our emotions and our consciousness, the unconscious. Um, and it's also, um, yeah, associated with the um, animal of scorpions. And so if you think of a scorpion, um, can be poisonous, can be very dangerous, um, but also can is very strategic, hides in the corner. It doesn't go looking for prey. It's not bouncing about. Um, it's not outwardly, it's not super extroverted, but it's more inward. It's more, it's paying attention. It's watching, it's observing. And then when their prey comes, very strategic, they stout. <laughs> um, so not to say that you're going to get stabbed by a Scorpio and I hope you don't, I hope no one does. But again, just thinking of the um, animal and the characteristics that come along with that. And then to be able to give you some attributes of a Scorpio and the Scorpio energy all around. And um, again, looking up your chart, looking up in your um, particular signs, then you'll see, I would also always look up to see what elements associated in the animal. And that will give you some direction and where you're pointed and also, also who you drive well with. Um, air signs tend to do well with air signs, water signs tend to do well with other water signs, earth, fire continue. Right. So just knowing that, um, if you want to know, well, here, I'll just go over. So Air signs are Libras, 
um, Aquariuses and Geminis. If you are a water sign, that is Scorpios, Pisces, and Cancers. Um, Earth signs are Capricorns, Tauruses, and Virgos. And then um, fire signs are Aries, Leos, and Sagittariuses, Sages. Um, I love me some Sag. I love some fire in my life. Um, I am earth, water, and fire, very much, very prevalent within my life. I feel all of those energies on a constant basis. And as you might notice, they're not always complementary towards one another. So how your chart is then designed within that, if it's mutable or cardinal signs, or if they're, anyways, we can go deep, 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 but just kind of note, if, even if you were just to learn the elements and just your big three would give you a lot of different pieces that you can kind of take with you and then even just show how it pops up in your life. Um, and then also who you drive well with can also be an indication. And typically who we are rising signs are the people that we tend to attract in our life. Like I love fire signs. I tend to attract a lot of fire signs and air signs because of my Leo ascendant. My first impression is a Leo. So I come off a lot more extroverted than I may be while my sun sign is a cancer, which is the most intuitive, um, emotional, deeply connected, nurturing, mothering sign. So I come off of the, as this outgoing mom. If you will. <laughs> and it's true. That would be a great way to describe my personality. So mom energy all the way, even before I was mom, definitely brought that to the table. So um, again, look up your big three, see what it is, and then take that from there. So moving forward, um, let's think lessons of Scorpio seasons. How can you take on this next month or so of time to be able to use it to your advantage, to be able to kind of take in all of this input and to be able to direct it towards the evolution of your soul and to get to know your soul, meeting your soul, name of the podcast a little bit more. First and foremost, as we shift from summer, that fire um, element. We were in a more sociable Libra sign, and now we're going into the depths of Scorpio. So it's very much about instead of directing all of the energy towards the people around us and towards the events, the socializing, turning it into look at ourselves to be able to look at our intentions, the lessons that we've learned over the past few months, um, to be able to really apply some of that knowledge and to be able to kind of use and kind of almost just like reflect, like, what's been coming up for you? There's been a lot astrology wise. I feel like there's a lot of change and transformation that's occurring within a lot of people's lives right now. Um, we just went through a solar eclipse. So it's like, what are some lessons that we learned during that Libra season of partnership, of um, relationships, of diplomacy, of recognizing what is really keeping us from finding harmony within ourselves and within the relationships that we have around us. And um, really taking note of that, not shying away from it, not staying on the surface, but jumping in with both feet, diving into the depths of the ocean. Whoa. Side note, anyone see i was just uh, one of my friends just sent this to me the joe rogan podcast and they're like this guy's like in the middle of a fucking ocean somewhere and there's these two like things swimming past it literally one on each side like keeping up with the boat maybe it's a dolphin maybe it's an animal i see that i know that that's very possible but then it like literally starts singing and maybe the video's edited i don't know but they're singing and it's like come to us come to us so fucking creepy it was so weird and it was like a siren or a mermaid and like a creepy as fuck mermaid anyways that's 
what I feel like is going on right now. Just applying that. I don't know why, but that really rang true for me. If you haven't seen it, look it up. And it's really this invitation of going into the unconscious, of looking to be able to go the distance, to be able to see, okay, these are some themes that have come up for me. Well, what do they actually mean? How do I actually feel about these things, these concepts, these lessons? What does, what, like, what are we dredging up from kind of deeper within that we may have been ignoring? We may have been distracted. We may have had other things that have been captivating our attention that we haven't really noticed or even wanted to know what's been coming up for us. And this is the time to be able to go deeper, to be able to pay attention to it, to maybe journal, to maybe meditate, to be able to sit with the feelings, the emotions that are bubbling up, um, to really kind of not shy away from the mystical, from the things that we don't fully understand, um, and to go a step further to be able to explore it with an open heart and an open mind. And if you are going into these depths, just recognizing and honoring yourself, same, having your own practices to be able to anchor you during them, growing your roots, being able to incorporate practices that help you gain a deeper connection to yourself with a capital S. If that's meditation, if that's, um, you know, some yoga nidra, if it's yin yoga, slowing things down a little bit, uh, maybe it's spending more time inside reading, being able to just, um, look at your life from a really objective point of view and really reflect on what are you passionate about? What's most important to you? And how can you actually be more intentional about how you spend your time so that that can be where you are um, truly evolving, where you're expanding? And that's the invitation that we have to at this time to go inward, to reflect. And just like that scorpion, to be able to observe, to sit back, to watch, to see what comes up. What, who are the people that we want to spend time with? Who, what are the relationships that we want to continue to cultivate? Who is the most important to you? Who's showing up for you and how are you showing up for them? And also just this idea of, um, like, what do you really want to create within your life? What are your passions? Where are where is your attention being led? And where are those intuitive pulls and pings directing you to? And then the second lesson is how can we be strategic in the approach towards those things? Right? So again, the Scorpion energy, finding the strategy, being intentional about how you move forward. This is not the time for impulsive decisions. This is not the time to just jump into action. This is the time to step back, to be able to see, to be able to organize your thoughts and feelings, to be able to understand them, and to use that input in order to create a plan of how you want to move forward. Okay. And so then as you kind of are a little more calculated in your approach, then we can allow whatever's to unfold to come from a more um, kind of conscious way from a more intuitive path um, to let our emotions and our deeper desires to be able to be the leading force here instead of what might make be a little fickle or just on a whim or what might just naturally pull us in direction of it, like floating around kind of in that more like Libra, like airy energy. We're going in, we're going to, we're direct, we're shifting from that 
and we're going into more of that mysterious realm that is within us. And that's that, that's that Scorpio energy through and through. So going in, reflecting, self-led reflection, journaling, um, asking yourself, what is your passions? What's most important to you? Who's most important to you? Um, And really exploring kind of what the depths of your personality, who am I? What's that more like kind of mysterious side? What are parts of me that I don't like to be seen? What are parts of me that I might shy away from? Like maybe even going into kind of old wounds and trauma, especially around relationships and partnership. Like what are those things that maybe have been pushed off to the side because you haven't wanted to deal with them quite yet? And how can we pull those back up to the surface in the most compassionate and loving way possible? But still, again, bringing them back up, feeling them, writing about them. Where have you been hurt and how can you heal? The only way to be able to heal through um, anything that's occurred within your life is to shine light on them, to be able to bring them to the surface, to fully feel whatever that is in order. Like I said, in my last pod, my solo podcast, we can only move past something once we are able to feel it fully, to say hello before we say goodbye. And that's the way for us to truly heal instead of just bypass something. Okay. And Scorpio season as kind of, uh, kind of provocative and as provoking as it may be within the emotional realms, it can give us the insight that we may be seeking, that we may have been searching for, that we haven't quite had the courage or the capacity to be able to really explore so far quite yet, you know? So that can be definitely a part of your journaling. So it's like going inward, giving yourself the time and space, um, really kind of seeing what's coming up for you. Where are you getting pulled? Which directions are you heading in? And then also recognizing the wounding, the trauma, the hurt that may be around those areas. What are those subconscious beliefs that might actually be ushering us in a particular direction when we're not even fully aware of it. And the only way that we can gain that awareness is to shine light, is to look, look into those dark corners and crevices to be able to extract some of the truths from it and to hopefully and ultimately heal from it. Okay. And so that once we're able to heal into it, then we embrace our darkness. We embrace that shadowy side of ourselves and we incorporate it. And we talk about the things once we understand how we feel about it, then bringing those into our relationships, into our conversations, um, and to be able to be really honest about where you're at. And that can, that honesty can only occur when you actually truly know how you feel about a particular um, topic or conversation or a relationship or, you know, what have you been shying away from that now after taking time to really see and look deeper at that you're able to have that difficult conversation or that, you know, to be able to just like show up fully and more authentically for that partner, for that relationship, because you now understand yourself on a deeper level and you're no longer hiding from what you kind of already knew was there because you've brought it to the surface. Now we've reflected, we've looked at it, we've seen it for the truth that it is, and we're able to then integrate it into our wholeness of who we are in order to move forward more fully. 
And this also, this, you know, this is what I've been reading from all the astrologists is like, this is the time, have the conversation, say what you want to say, not from an impulsive, like word vomit kind of way. I say word vomit because I have a word vomit in my life more often than not. Um, but it's like, I've taken the time to really think about this. I recognize how I really feel about this. And now I want to share it with you. Being able to, you know, I love a good um, Scorpio conversations. Because if you, if you know any Scorpios, you know this is true. They're not like the one that's going to be like, oh, hey, come on. Let's just like chat about it and just like flutter through. It's like deep eye contact intentional like conversation to be like, Hey, I wanted to talk to you about some things. And then you sit down and then you're like, and then the let's go there. Let's go to the deepest, deepest parts of whatever the topic is. And all of like the occult, the, all of like the mysterious, all of the um, mystical parts of it. And like, they're like, what could this really mean? How do you really feel? Why, why do you think this is coming up? What's your intention? Why? <laughs> like, it's always that conversation with Scorpio, which I can respect. I do. I respect the depth. I always, and I love it because especially if I'm in that space and I'm in that mood, I'm like, yeah, like what is like, why did I feel this way? And why did I do that? And like, why did I say that? And what did I really mean? Like, that's the kind of conversations we're needing to have right now. But you can't really have those unless you know about what it is for you. And instead of letting someone else guide you, maybe even manipulate you into what they think you should feel or what you they think you should be doing or how you should be approaching it or how you should be even, maybe even your perspective, Take the time to reflect on it for yourself first and then have the conversation, have the courage to be able to um, show up fully, authentically, burying your heart, burying your soul, being able to show up fully. And then when we do so, if we do so from a place of reflection and well thought out um, conversation, it doesn't feel as emotionally jarring. It doesn't feel as exposed because we know that that's our truth. We know that we didn't get pulled in a different direction. We know where we needed to be and why we got there and why we had it in the first place. So kind of taking the harness, the harnesses, being able to leave that and to be able to do so from a place of love and compassion, not only and connection, like to be vulnerable, to show up fully in that way gives us the opportunity to allow the other person to see us, to galvanize a relationship in a way that maybe we didn't even know that was possible at that point in time or that we needed to until we took the time to really reflect and um, be able to approach it from that space. So, yeah, I know. Great times, right? I know, but that's the beauty though of having those types of conversations and to be able to go into these areas with that we tend to shy away from because that's where relationships are stemmed from that's where trust is built that's where foundations are established when we pour the concrete down into the depths of the earth the deeper we go the more solid the foundation is right so we have to go there in order to grow, in order to get taller, in order to build the structure and what you were trying to establish. If it's within a partnership, if it's within a friendship, whatever it is, that's where we need to be able to start in order to have that sturdiness, in order to have that stability that can last. Okay. And then from there, then we can kind of layer in the playfulness of Scorpios. Scorpios are very sensual. 
They are the people that stare deep into your eyes as they lean in for the kiss, as they make love in this passionate, like you feel like your heart's being extracted from your body kind of way. That's that Scorpio energy. And if you've hooked up with a Scorpio, I don't think I have. Sorry. <laughs> I had to have a moment of reflection. I was like, have I hooked up with Scorpio? I don't think I have. I have a lot of Scorpio friends, but I don't think I've ever had a Scorpio partner. I'm bad. But just so you know, that's it. And if you've been there, you know what it is. And I know I have my Scorpio girlfriends and I know that they are not no average lover. And I'll tell you that much right now. So I know what that depth is. And that's that kind of energy that we want to play around with at this time, but not from a wounded place, not from a feeling of external validation, but embodying our own sensuality in order for it to be expressed in the fullness of who we are, to be able to maybe show a little bit of cleavage, to be able to honor your more feminine nature, to be able to kind of find that grace, that Aphrodite energy, that that beauty, that um, kind of sexuality, um, but not from this like frivolous standpoint, but from that mysterious kind of alluring side to you, right? And it might be fun. It might be playful. Take what you want, leave what you don't. Um, But that's what the Scorpio energy is cultivating. That's what it's calling in. And I hope um, that you're able to utilize it for your advantage, to be able to take all of this, to be able to direct it towards something that can hopefully create more ease within your life, a deeper connection, and a more authentic, truthful you in order to show up more fully in all that you do within your career, within your relationships, within your partnerships, your friendships, what have you, within your family, whatever. Okay. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening and take that Scorpio, run with it, see what happens and let me know what comes up. I love you. Talk to you soon. Bye.